Welcome to another episode of Travel Time. On our next stop on our Mediterranean and Aegean cruise, we stopped at Santorini, Greece, in the southern Cyclades, a group of islands in the southern Aegean. Santorini is a very unique port. The ship actually docks in a bay formed by a collapsed volcano with the active crater in view. Cruise ships dock at the port of Scala at the base of the Caldera Cliffs. Scala is in Fira, the capital of Santorini. There are no large terminals on the island, so passengers are brought ashore in small boats. The small port area has a couple of restaurants and some small shops and several stores for vendors who offer excursions ranging from water taxis to the small islands around the caldera or to other parts of Thera. Fira is a city on the island of Thera. Santorini was the site of a notable settlement during the Neolithic period, dating back to 3600 BC, in a city near the current Akrotiri, an ancient Minoan colony similar to one's on Crete, like Knossos. Intense volcanic activity, including a massive eruption that left the island deserted for several centuries around 1600 BC, formed the islands now known as Santorini. In some ancient myths, the eruption is associated with the theory of Atlantis. The island of Santorini is actually a group of islands. The island of Santorini is actually a group of islands including Thera, Theresia, Aspridici, Palea, and Miacomini. The eruption in 1600 BC was part of a string of 12 huge eruptions occurring about every 20,000 years. Each eruption caused the collapse of the volcano's central part, creating a large crater or caldera. The volcano continued to recreate itself over and over. According to Herodotus, a Greek historian, the Phoenicians were the first to reach the island in the 13th century BC. They called it Callisti, meaning most beautiful. A hundred years later, the Dorians from Sparta settled here and named their Thera after their king. Santorini later became part of the Roman Empire and then the Byzantine Empire. After the fall of Constantinople, the islands continued to pass under different rules. Crusaders gave the island the name Santorini, after the chapel of St. Irene, or Santa Irene. During a period of Frankish rule, there were incessant raids and rivalries of local governments that led to the creation of four, five fortified settlements, Castelia, whose ruins are still on the islands today. The castles of Scaros, Emiravigli, Piros, Emporio, Akrotiri, and Agios Nicolaos, which is in Ia. Santorini became a prosperous settlement during Turkish rule, visible in manor houses you can still see. And then Santorini was finally annexed to Greece in 1912. In 1956, an earthquake and a volcanic eruption caused large amounts of damage, leading to a decline. But starting in 1970, the tourism industry was introduced. Now the island of Thera is largely covered in beautiful white houses, churches, and buildings with Greek Aegean blue roofs, doors, and trim. When you first arrive at Fira, you'll see the cities high on the caldera cliffs. Unless you are taking a water taxi to another of the islands or to a different part of Thera, you will head up to Fira in one of two ways. The first option is a staircase cut into the cliff. You can climb these on foot, or there are donkeys available to a ride for a fee. The second option is a cable car which goes up the hill. When we visited, a one-way ticket on the cable car was six euros each for adults. Children were three euros. Some notes on the cable car. Because the tenders keep the flow of people a little spread out, the trip up is pretty quick, and the line is not too bad. I think we maybe waited five to ten minutes. For context, we headed ashore probably an hour to 90 minutes after the ship cleared customs and started the tender service. A little later in the day, that line was a little longer from what we heard. But on the way back, basically everyone is trying to get back to the ship at the same time. In mind, there might actually be multiple ships in the port at the same time. And people might be trying to get to both ships at the same time, which makes it even busier. We started back to the ship about 90 minutes before the all aboard time. We had no trouble getting to the ship before departure, but we did wait in line at the top for over 45 minutes for the cable car. 
and people were still arriving to get in the back of the line when we finally went into board. The line was considerably longer at the time we boarded the cable car than it was 45 minutes earlier when we got in line. My older son and my husband arrived at the line about 15 minutes before us, but they didn't want to wait, so they went downstairs. They ended up getting to the line to board the ship only about 5 to 10 minutes before us for a perspective on how long it takes to walk the stairs. My biggest advice here is to keep in mind that it's not like most ports where you can just walk up, go through a ferry terminal, and board. Once you get to the Caldera Cliff, you have either a 40 to 50 minute walk down the stone steps, a 20 to 30 minute donkey ride down the steps, and I'm not sure what the line was to get the donkeys to do that, or the cable car that I mentioned. Factor in a 45 to 60 minute wait for the cable car when you're planning out when you're heading back to the ship. Factor in a 45 to 50, 60 minute wait for the cable car when you plan out when you're heading back to the ship. The exception is if you took a water taxi and returned via water taxi, you'll already be at the bottom. I'll talk a little about what we did on the island next, but I would definitely plan on the water taxi to and from our destination next time if we did the same thing, just because I think it would be quicker. And keep in mind that the walk up and down the stairs and the wait in the sun for the cable car are all also going to be pretty hot most, as most of the cruise season is right in the middle of the summer. So that also impacts your speed going down on foot if you're walking. We also saw a lot of people trying to shop as they waited in line and more, and more than a few people lost their place in the line by buying things as they waited in line and then had kind of a angrier temper tantrum or kind of reaction when the line had already passed through there and people weren't willing just to let them get back in space and they had to get back at the end. We chose not to do a Disney Shore excursion on this one, although I really wanted to go to Akrotiri, but I'm just guessing I'll have to go back again another time to do that one. I did give the family a break since given the choice I do all the old historic sites and the boys really wanted to go cliff diving because Ia is ranked consistently in the top 10 for cliff diving. So we went up into Fira and got a taxi service to get to Ia. They also had a deal with a return fare, so we set up a return time and took a ride in a van to Ia. It took about 30 to 40 minutes to get to Ia by car. They drove us into a drop-off point and pointed out where we would meet them for the return trip. The taxi vendor was in a little shop along the main shopping path in Fira, so it was super easy to find. We walked a little bit in Ia, exploring the castle ruins there, and from the castle ruins, we could see the cliff the boys wanted to dive from far, far below near the base of the Caldera Cliffs in a moody bay. My husband wanted to stay behind and explore, so he wandered Ia, and I walked down with the boys to a moody bay on a very steep stone staircase to the bottom. This was much more of a high-exertion walk than we expected, especially for me. The teens did do a lot better with it, as I passed some donkeys traveling the stairs, I did tell the boys I was taking those on the way back because not only was it tiring, but it was very hot. The stairs end by a string of restaurants and a little ice cream parlor, and we continued past those and along a rocky path that goes out to the jumping area. That part of the path was pretty easy, not accessible at any by any means for those with mobility issues, but super, but not super strenuous either. When we got to the cliff area, there's a rocky beach and a place where you can enter the very clear, cool Mediterranean water. After arriving, I seriously wished I'd brought a suit under my sundress so I could have used a nice, cool swim after the hot stairs. The boys went ahead and went into a muty bay, and when you go in, you do have to swim about 50 meters to the cliff, and then you climb up the face of the cliff. As some handhelds and things like that kind of established in there, the cliff face was pretty easy climbing, it looked like. Many wore water shoes to protect their feet, but my boys went without those and they did fine. When they reached the top, there was a tiled platform where people took turns jumping from the 20-foot cliff. They each jumped a few times and then swam back. 
One of my sons tried to flip, but got pretty winded when he ended up landing chest first on the water from 20 feet up. So when we got back down the rocky path, we all decided to take the donkeys up. The price was 10 euros each for the donkeys, and it was a good decision. It took us only about 20 minutes to get back up versus the 45 to get down. Up definitely would have taken well over an hour without this. Plus, we had to meet up with the taxi, and I was concerned we weren't going to be we were going to be cutting it kind of close. Before we took the donkeys up, though, we did get an ice cream with the ice cream stand and some water to cool off. It was much needed and very good. We did meet up with my husband. We walked back to the meeting place, which was about a kilometer away for the taxi. We ended up arriving about 20 minutes early, so we went across the street to a little bakery and got some baklava and some other Greek pastry treats, plus some water and drinks, and sat outside at some picnic tables and just kind of waited. The taxi arrived soon after, and we headed back to Fira to grab a souvenir and get in line for the cable car. So this was an excursion we did entirely on our own. It worked out pretty well. As one nice thing, as we were about to board the ship, so we got back in the cable car. There's another line to get in the ship. That line's a lot shorter and moves faster. Partially because since the cable car kind of naturally controls how many people are arriving at once, they're getting those people on the tender and it kind of staggers the number of people waiting in line. But there were Disney crew waiting along the line right before you get onto the ferry that were handing out cold towels so you could cool down. That was a really nice um refreshing thing that we found when we got there. Overall, we had a great day in Santorini. I'm really glad we changed the plan from going to Akrotiri to cliff diving. It was a once in a lifetime experience, even for me, and I didn't even jump. But still, when my husband and I go back one day, I'm definitely going back to Akrotiri. If you're lucky enough to visit Santorini, you're sure to have a great time. We found it to be really beautiful, very unique. The food we did have was great and we loved it. And next up, we will be stopping in Athens. So we'll have more on that next time. And until then, happy travels.